Hello. Do you guys want to know a fun anything goes fact? Like just a random fact about this podcast. Every time I record an episode, I re-record myself saying hello 50 times. Like this is not a joke. I'll be like, hello. And then I'll be like, ew, that hello is weird. And I'll stop my recorder and press play again. And then I'll be like, hello. And then I'll be like, ooh, that one sucked. And then I'll stop the recorder and start it again. And then I'll be like, hello. And then I'll be like, yes, that one was good. And then I'll I'll record the episode. I do that literally every single episode. It's so ridiculous. I don't know why I do it. It's like, it's just, I have to get that first hello right. I don't know why, or else I just can't record my my episode. It's very weird. Um, anyway, nobody cares. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Let's get into today's topic, which is clothing that I love right now. What kinds of clothing am I loving right now? Why am I loving these pieces of clothing? That's today's episode. We're just going to be talking about clothes. I feel like I'm going through a sort of clothing renaissance on a personal level. God damn it. I need to look up renaissance now and make sure I use that word right. Renaissance, a revival of or renewed interest in something. God, I totally use that word right. Sometimes I shock myself because I'll use a word and I genuinely don't know what the word means, but I'll use it where I think it would make sense. And then every once in a while it'll fit like what just happened to me just now. It is the best feeling. Anyway, I'm having a little bit of a style renaissance with myself right now because a few months back I had this period of time where I honestly didn't care about clothes. I was like, I just want to wear a uniform every day. I just want to wear a pair of Converse or a pair of loafers, a pair of blue jeans and a white t-shirt every day. Like that's all I want to wear. And I don't want to be creative with it. Like I just, 
want to wear a uniform and that's it. And then more recently, I've just been feeling really excited about clothes and a little bit more adventurous. And so a lot of the clothing pieces I'm going to talk about today are a little bit more adventurous. Some of them are not, but some of them are. And I'm going to tell you why I love them and how I style them as well, because I think it's kind of pointless to share what my favorite clothing pieces are right now without sharing also how I like to style them and how I wear them. So let's get started. The first piece of clothing I'm loving right now is long skirts. Now, when I say a long skirt, I mean a skirt that goes down to your mid calf to your ankle, like anywhere within that range. Now, it's kind of a funny story how I fell in love with long skirts. So in LA, I eat at this restaurant a lot, like all the time, this one restaurant. And there is an amazing woman who works at the front desk. Um, She's kind of the manager of the restaurant. And she's such a badass. She has very badass style. She's always wearing chic ass outfits. And one of her most common outfits is as follows. A long skirt that goes down to her mid-calf, a sweater, like a crew neck sweater, and loafers, okay? That's her most popular outfit. That's her most frequent outfit. I'm obsessed with it. I saw her wearing this outfit probably five times and I was hooked. I was obsessed. I was like, I need to buy a long skirt and I need to copy this outfit immediately. So I did. I ordered a long skirt, a black one. And I mean, my life changed forever. Here's what I love about long skirts. Number one, they're breathable. I love a breathable pant. I I don't like feeling constricted and uncomfortable. I love feeling almost like I'm wearing sweatpants when I'm in public. And these long skirts have that effect because they're loose. They're not skin tight. You know, in theory, these longer skirts should be loose, right? My second favorite thing about them is that even though they're very comfortable, they look very chic. Like they look fancy almost when you wear them, but yet they're very, very comfortable. There's something about the length which is a little bit longer, that gives this feeling of sophistication. And there's something about it being a skirt that makes it feel even more sophisticated. Like for some reason, a dress that goes down to that length doesn't really have the same sophisticated effect as the long skirt. And I don't know why that is, but in my eyes and in my opinion, the long skirt is is more sophisticated. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. And it also depends on the dress, but you get what I'm saying. And my third favorite thing about these long skirts is that they are really timeless. Like if you look at every era, I feel like a long skirt is present in every era. It's a timeless piece. And so you can't really go wrong. I don't think you're ever going to look back at yourself wearing a longer skirt and be like, ooh, that was kind of cringe. I think you're always going to appreciate a long skirt. It took me a long time to appreciate a long skirt because I think I used to think of it as something that was for older people. I was like, that's not like a youthful 
look. That's kind of a more mature look. But I'm in this phase of my life where I'm not looking at fashion like that anymore. I'm not putting fashion into a box anymore. I'm not like, oh, long skirts are only for older people or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm just looking at clothing as clothing and do I like it or do I not like it? And for long skirts, I do like them. The way that I style them is usually with some sort of sweater and some sort of loafer with a little scrunched sock. So basically exactly copying the woman that works at that restaurant that I'm obsessed with. That's normally how I style a long skirt. But if it's hot out, I basically wear the exact same thing. Long skirt, scrunched up socks, a pair of loafers. My favorite loafers are my Doc Martin loafers, but we'll talk more about those later. And then a, a basic tank top, like a basic white tank top, basic black tank top, whatever it may be, just a basic tank top. And what I love about the tank top with the long skirt is that tank tops are like extremely casual. They're extremely casual. They're basically as casual as it can get. But pairing that with this sort of long skirt that kind of has this feeling of sophistication is kind of a fun balance to play with. I kind of like that juxtaposition of the very, very basic, boring white tank top with the sort of sophisticated long skirt. I don't know. Give a long skirt a try. I've been collecting them now for a few months and building a collection of longer skirts. And I mean, I just fall more in love with them every day. And I would say if you're in the market for a long skirt, what I would recommend is not getting one that's tight. You don't want it to be skin tight. You want it to be loose. You want it to be flowy, but you also don't want it to be puffy. Like you don't want it to like puff out and be sort of like tutu-esque. You don't want it to look like a tutu. You know what I'm saying? You want it to be loose, but also flowy material. Anyway, long skirts, baby. Check it out. Let me know. My second piece of clothing that I love right now is loafers. Loafers of every of every kind. Like I'm not picky. And I've been in love with loafers for a long time now, but recently my go-to shoe has been a plain black loafer. And I know that this is not anything new. These have been actually quite trendy for a long time now. I get it. Okay. I get it. But I don't care because they are the best shoe on the planet. I'm, I'm not kidding. There are endless ways to style them and they make every outfit look elevated. Like they just take an outfit and take it to the next level. For example, let's say you're wearing a pair of blue jeans and a white tank top. Okay. One of my go-to outfits. I mean, it's, it's just obvious. It's like, you can't go wrong. Let's say you're wearing that and you pair it with a pair of sneakers. That's very cute. That's very cute. It's very casual. It's very sporty a little bit, kind of, you know, not really because you're wearing jeans, but it's still, it's kind of a sporty on the go vibe. Now let's say you take that same outfit, white tank top, blue jeans, and you put it with the loafers. Now it's like, I'm a chic, effortless person ready to go run my errands in my sophisticated loafers. You know what I'm saying? It, it just elevates everything. It changes the whole vibe of an outfit. I think something that I'm constantly trying to do is figure out a way to be extremely comfortable, but look sophisticated. And Prior to now in my life, I never really cared about looking sophisticated. 
or looking put together or looking maybe a little bit classy, dare I say, a little bit classy. But my general goal when it comes to getting dressed in the morning recently has been, how can I look classy but cool? You know, I want to look classy, but I also don't want to look too classy because then it's like overbearing, right? And I also don't want to sacrifice my comfort. So it's this dance, you know what I'm saying, where I'm trying to find that perfect balance every day when I'm getting dressed. I feel like loafers are the best way to achieve this easily. And so I've just been obsessed with the loafer. And my favorite pair are from Doc Martin, of course. They're just plain black leather loafers. They have little tassels on the top, which are very cute. And they're amazing. They're also like so comfortable. When I wear them around, it feels like I'm wearing slippers. Like I love them. I, oh, they're the best shoe. I don't know what I did before them. Like I'm serious because I wear them almost every day. They're amazing. Okay, moving on. My next clothing piece that I love, statement pants. Statement pants are just the best. They're the best. Now, when I talk about a statement pant, I mean a pair of pants that is so decorative, is so unique, is so colorful, is so patterned that you can wear a boring ass rest of your outfit because those pants are going to carry you through. They're going to just take you to the finish line, baby. They are going to take the driver's seat. They're going to take the the wheel, you know what I mean? And they're going to just take care of you. I have been loving a few types of statement pants. Number one, I've been loving colored pants. I mean, I've been loving colored pants for a while now, but especially recently, I've been loving colored pants. Maybe it's a pair of bright green pants. Maybe it's a pair of bright red pants. Maybe it's a pair of bright white pants, like whatever it may be. A colored pant is the most simple version of a statement pant. And the reason why they're a statement pant is because a bright color pant is eye-catching. When, you know, you see somebody walking in the street wearing a pair of red jeans, you're like, whoa, it's kind of eye-catching. And it's definitely a little bit of a statement. Whereas wearing a pair of beige pants or a pair of blue denim pants it's a little bit less eye-catching. You know, the rest of your outfit needs to do a little bit more of the work if you want your outfit to be a little bit eye-catching. So the easiest way to wear a statement pant is to just wear a pair of colored pants. But if you want to take it to the next level, it's all about the pattern, okay? I've been getting into patterned pants. The problem is is that I'm very picky about my patterns, so it's been kind of hard to build a collection of patterned pants into my closet because I just, it's going to take me a while to, to find a solid three pairs of patterned pants that I like. I do know though that I just bought a pair and they're red and they have like blue and white swirls all over them. Very cute. I haven't worn them yet because I had to go to the tailor and get them altered because they did not fit my ass because I have a really small non-existent behind. And when I buy pants, they'll fit everywhere, not in the butt. It's a little bit empty back there. You know what I mean? It's a little bit off back there. So 
getting those tailored, excited about that. But here's why I love a pair of crazy pattern pants. Okay. I'm going to over explain it. Get ready. I'm going to over analyze right now why I love pattern pants. Think about fashion. When you're dressing yourself up in the morning and you're getting yourself in an outfit that you think is badass, why are you doing that? You're doing that to express yourself, right? In some way. Fashion is about expressing yourself if it's something that you use as a form of self-expression. Not everybody does, but for me personally, I do. You know, when I'm getting dressed in the morning, I'm trying to tell the world something about me, right? Something about who I am. If I'm wearing a band t-shirt, it's because I'm trying to show to the world that I love this band. If I'm wearing sort of a a preppy outfit, like, you know, sort of something giving 80s tennis chic, okay? I'm trying to portray to the world that I have an appreciation for that era. Maybe it's the music in that era. Maybe it's the art in that era. Maybe it's the literature from that era. I'm trying to express to the world that I have an appreciation for something in regards to that era. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're always trying to like express something about yourself, right? What I love about a statement, bold pair of pants is that if you can find a pair of pants that are a little bit crazy, a little bit funky, that are a reflection of you, you can basically wear a crazy statement pair of pants with a white tank top and a white pair of sneakers and you can express yourself that easily. It's like an easy way to making a fashion statement and that's what I love about it because pants make up, I would argue, 50% of an outfit almost because your top in your shoes, I would say those two things together make up another 40. Oh wait, that's not good math. Another 50, excuse me. Actually, no, I will say that's, well, okay. I would say pants are like 40% of the outfit. Your top half is another 40%. And then your shoes are 10%. And then your accessories are another 10%. That's the ratio, I would argue. Pants make up a big portion of your outfit. You know what I'm saying? So if your pants are making a statement, that means 40% of your outfit is making a statement. And that's a lot. You know, that's a that's a pretty solid ratio. And so, I don't know. I just love a statement pant because it just, it can be the outfit. A crazy pair of pants can be an outfit within themselves. And that's what I love about it. It's easy yet bold. And I love that. Like that's the best formula that there ever was. Am I overanalyzing clothing right now? Of course I am. Am I loving every second of it? Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids, or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Dove. I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is super powered 
with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus Deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. Okay, my next piece of clothing that I'm obsessed with, sweaters. Now, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're thinking. Emma, a sweater? Like, this is nothing new. Yes, it is. Because I have completely altered my lifestyle to the sweater lifestyle. Let me explain. I used to be a sweatshirt lover. I used to be a hoodie crew neck monster, okay? <laughs> I would only wear hoodies in, in crew necks. I would rarely wear a sweater when I was cold. It would happen every once in a while, but I would kind of reserve sweaters for more fancy occasions. And when it came to day-to-day -day life, I would wear a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a crew neck, something of that sort to stay warm. You know, if it was like 50 degrees out, I'm putting on a sweatshirt of some sort. That has completely changed. I've completely switched over my lifestyle to wearing sweaters almost exclusively. If it's 50 degrees out and I'm wearing like a full outfit, but I know that I'm going to be cold when I head outside, I'm not putting on a sweatshirt like I used to. I'm not putting on a light jacket. I'm putting on a sweater. I love sweaters all of a sudden for everyday life. I don't know why I used to reserve sweaters for only special occasions. There's no reason to do that. Sweaters are so much more comfortable than sweatshirts, which is something that nobody's talking about. That's number one. Number two, again, they look so effortlessly chic. They're just like a little bit classier, a little bit more elegant, and it makes all the difference. Now, I'm going to go back to this baseline outfit that I've been talking about as an example. Let's say you're wearing blue jeans and a white tank top. Then let's say you're like, ooh, I'm going to throw on the loafers today. Okay, then you throw on a pair of loafers. And then you're like, ah, but it's like 50 degrees out. I'm going to throw on a sweater or a cardigan, something of that sort. You are now wearing a really sophisticated outfit. And meanwhile, everything that you're wearing is comfortable and you look so chic, okay? Now for comparison, let me give you another scenario. Let's say you're wearing that white tank top and that blue jeans and you're like, ooh, I wanna wear sneakers today. Okay, so you throw on the sneakers and then you're like, oh, but it's 50 degrees out. I need to put something on to keep me warm. And you go into your closet and you get out a sweatshirt. Now, don't get me wrong, this outfit, it's classic. Hoodie, jeans, sneakers. It's classic. You can't go wrong with it. It's super cute. It can be really fun as well. But it definitely is a little bit less elevated, right? And that's okay sometimes. Like there's nothing wrong with that at all, by the way. I still wear that outfit that I just described often. You know what I mean? Like that comes up, right? Like it, it happens. I wear that. But what I love is, is that you get the same level of comfort by replacing the sneakers with loafers and replacing the sweatshirt with a sweater. You still get the same level of comfort, 
but now your outfit is just elevated. That's, that's the only difference. And that's why I've been so obsessed with sweaters. And that's why I've been so obsessed with loafers. And the key to getting a good sweater is making sure that the material is right. Okay. I think a big reason why people have a hard time with sweaters is not because they don't love sweaters, but it's because a lot of sweaters are itchy. When you're going to go and buy a sweater, you need to go in to the store. You need to go into the store and you need to try it on. You need to make sure that it's not itchy. That's the, you know, only way, right? That's the only way. I refuse to buy a sweater online most of the time because I just don't trust that it's not going to be itchy. I think the material to avoid is wool because wool is what's really itchy. So if you can find a cotton sweater or anything that's not wool, cashmere is really good too, but cashmere is kind of over... Well, I don't know if it's overpriced. I, I mean, it's a very high quality material, so I wouldn't say it's necessarily overpriced, but you can find a very nice sweater that's not cashmere. So there's kind of no need to go that way. But if you want to treat yourself to a really nice sweater, I mean, cashmere is like possibly one of the most beautiful materials that exists. I never understood that until I got my first piece of clothing that was cashmere. And then I was like, whoa. I used to think cashmere was like a little bit too over the top classy for me. I was like, this is just something that I'm just, it's, this is not my, this is not my world right now. You know, cause cashmere is expensive. I mean, it's definitely something that you're going to, you're going to, you're going to want to purchase and take care of and have for a long time because it's expensive, but it's super nice. It's very nice. I actually have a hack for you guys. This is something I do. I'm a cashmere lover. I do love it. It's one of my favorite knit materials. But again, as I mentioned, very expensive. I would recommend going to a thrift store and looking in the sweater section. There's a really good chance you're going to find some cashmere stuff in there for really cheap. You know what I mean? I, I've done this multiple times. Almost all of my cashmere sweaters, I would say 99% of my cashmere sweaters are thrifted. And I got them for probably one-tenth of the price. Just keep that in mind. And the quality is still amazing. I just had to wash it a few times to get the gross <laughs> thrift store smell off of them. But other than that, they're good as new. Anyway, find yourself a few really nice, soft sweaters in different shapes, different colors, different sizes, and you'll be set up for life. Like I would say a crew neck sweater is super important. I would say in a kind of oversized chunky cardigan is a great thing to have. A more cropped, tailored kind of cardigan is also nice to have. And then you're set. Okay. Okay, next, we're talking about denim shorts. I felt like I had to throw this in there because, I don't know, summer's coming up and I just want to talk about my favorite type of denim shorts because it's very obvious that denim shorts are the backbone of summer fashion because they're just old reliable. You know what I mean? They've been with us throughout history. For the past probably, what, 100 years, people have been wearing denim shorts during the summer. Maybe that's a little bit too long. No, 100 years easily, denim shorts. Maybe the past 75 years. Don't quote me on that, but regardless. 
I mean, denim shorts are just forever. They're forever. But I will say that not all denim shorts are the same. Right now, the type of denim shorts that I'm into are longer denim shorts. I think that the days of Daisy Dukes, very short denim shorts are over for the time being. Listen, are they going to come back at some point? Will you see me wearing them at some point? Maybe it's totally possible. I don't know with myself. What I like at any given moment is constantly shifting. But I think that really short, short denim shorts are just not the move anymore. I wore them for years, you know, throughout middle school and high school, I was always wearing tiny little denim shorts. Here's why I don't like them. Number one, you're, you're constantly at risk of a part of your body that you prefer to keep covered popping out when you're wearing these tiny, tiny little denim shorts. It's just like, listen, I get it. It's, it's kind of this sort of punky, badass rocker vibe to be wearing, you know, super short denim shorts. But I, I like, I get the aesthetic. I get the, the goal. But is anybody arguing that those types of shorts are comfortable? I, I don't think so. They're not. They're not comfortable. You're constantly worried about a butt cheek slipping out. You're constantly worried about, I don't know, like your butt crack coming out when you bend over. It's just not good. It's just not good. My favorite type of shorts are shorts that have an inseam. Okay, the inseam is the distance between your genitalia. <laughs> I don't know. Your, your, your genitalia, whatever. Okay, is that even, okay, I guess that is how you say it, genitalia. I don't know why I was like, is it genitalia? Help me. Genitalia. Thank you, Google. Anyway, it's the distance between your genitalia and the end of your pants, the bottom of your pants, right? So in my ideal pair of shorts, the distance between my genitals, oh my God, it's gross. I don't know how to word this. Help, whatever. Between my genitalia and the bottom of the shorts should be like anywhere between three and five, maybe even six inches. So a longer pair of shorts. Also in theory, this pair of denim shorts is kind of a little looser. It's also a little bit high-waisted. That's my dream pair of shorts. I love them because they're comfortable. You're not worried about a butt cheek slipping out. You're not worried about any of that. You feel secure. You feel comfortable. You feel safe in these shorts. They're extremely versatile. They go with everything. You can wear them with sneakers. You can wear them with loafers. You can wear them with even like a pair of boots. It could be chic. Like you could, there's so many options, right? A longer pair of shorts will just take you through the summer. You can't go wrong. They're also amazing because they're, they're easier to just throw over a bathing suit if you're going to the beach or something because they're loose, you know, they're like not going to get all bunchy with your bathing suit because short shorts tend to be a little bit tighter and throwing a pair of short shorts over a bathing suit is a little bit uncomfortable because it's like, you know, it gets all bunchy with your swimsuit. It's just not a vibe. Whereas these kind of longer cutoff style sort of denim shorts, they're just, 
a timeless staple. Like there will never be a time when I won't be in love with a pair of cut off denim shorts. There just won't be a time. It just will never happen. Moving on. That one was tough for me because I'm just trying to describe my genitalia. Well, no, I wasn't trying to describe. How do I make it not weird? Like, I feel like I just kept making it weird, which is like not my goal. Okay. It wasn't. And it just kept getting weird. And I think it was my fault. But anyway, let's just move on now. Uh, Next, I've been loving knit pants and knit shorts. Honestly, knit everything. And when I say like a knit pair of pants or a knit pair of shorts or a knit top or a knit anything, I'm not necessarily talking about a pair of pants or a pair of shorts or, or a top that looks like a sweater. Like I'm not saying a knit piece that looks like it's inspired by a classic sweater texture. Because when you think of a sweater, you probably most commonly think of a cable knit sweater. A cable knit sweater is a sweater that has sort of a braided looking texture to it, right? When I'm talking about these knit pieces, I'm not talking about thick, chunky yarn material making up these pieces. I'm just talking about clothing that rather than being sewn is knitted. Okay. So imagine like a tank top instead of the tank top being made out of like just cotton fabric, it's made out of a thin, comfortable knit fabric. I don't know. I've explained it the best I can. And the rest is just up to your imagination, but I love clothing made out of a knit material. Ideally, I love a thin, breathable, but yet not see-through knit material. That's my favorite type of knit clothing. And I love it because number one, there's something about knit pieces that just hug your body so much nicer than just cotton fabric, right? Knit fabric has this ability to stretch because it's knitted. So when I'm buying like something that's skin tight, I prefer it to be knit rather than cotton because the way that knitted pieces are weaved together very meticulously and very small, small meaning like, you know, small little knits together, right? Like it's weaved together very tiny, but, but it is yet still weaved together. That like type of material just allows you to move and bend and stretch and it's not uncomfortable. It also just looks good. Like it's flattering. The way that knit hugs the body is just so flattering on everyone. I mean, it just, it's one of those things that truly, I think everybody loves and who's tried it out or worn a piece like that. Like it's just, it's just so comfortable. And I mean, obviously I specifically wrote this down because I, I love knit pants, but now that I think about it, knit everything is just a dream come true. I mean, a knit dress is great. A knit skirt is great. A knit, like everything. It just has this luxurious feeling when you wear it. But it's also the epitome of wearing pajamas outside. Knit material is very comfortable, but it can look really, really chic and classy. I love the word chic right now. Have you noticed? I keep calling everything chic. (laughs) But yeah, knit materials, different than sweater material. Okay. Keep that in mind, but 
knit everything. Love it. Love it. Love it. Next. Okay. Dress pants, pleated pants, obsessed. A classic, classic piece that you will never regret is a pair of dress pants, a pair of pleated work pants. Now, my ideal fit for these types of pants is as follows. High-waisted, goes down all the way to the floor. A little bit oversized, but not oversized to the point where they're like borderline, you know, not fitting properly. I'm talking about oversized in the sense that like, we don't want these pants to be super tight, right? Something a little bit looser, but not to a point where it's like really like just abnormally fitting. These are the best pants on the planet. I know I say this about everything, but they're so comfortable. I mean, they're so comfortable. I am obsessed with the kind of dress pants from Aritzia. Aritzia, if you guys don't know, Aritzia, the clothing store. Okay, they're online. They have the best dress pants on the planet. I am obsessed with them. I have so many different colors. I have a pair of brown ones. I have a pair of beige ones. I have a pair of black ones. I have a pair of rusty red ones. Like, they're just the best pants because, again, the ongoing theme of my fashion favorites right now is that I love things that are comfortable, are timeless, and are a little bit elevated. Like that's what I'm into right now. Let's bring it back to my baseline outfit. Again, once again, let's use this example. Let's say I'm getting dressed in the morning and, I, and I'm putting on a white tank top. I'm like, I definitely am in the mood for a white tank top today. So I throw that on. And then I'm like, all right, time to pick out my pants. I have two options. I can go the jeans route or I can go the comfy dress pant route. I put on the comfy dress pants and then I'm like, ooh, let me throw on a pair of loafers. Wow, what a chic, cute outfit. White tank top, dress pants, loafers, maybe throw on a little sweater if it's cold out, maybe not if it's warm out. Boom, you look cute, classy, sophisticated, cute, classy, <laughs> whatever. You get what I'm saying. They're elevated, but they're still comfortable. You're not sacrificing your comfort. They're timeless. Again, these pants have been present in history throughout the ages. I mean, you know, since their creation, probably 200 years ago, maybe, maybe a hundred, I don't know. They've just been a part of, they've never gone out of style. They, they've always been in style in one way or another, whether it was work attire or more recently, they've become something that everybody's wearing as sort of a classy statement, like whatever it may be, they've always been present. They're timeless. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services, Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it. Well, I'd like to say I'd spend it 
meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Next, baseball caps. Okay, so I was really anti-baseball cap for a really long time because I thought that they looked really bad on me. And to be completely honest, they might actually look bad on me. They they still might, but I've mustered up enough delusion to believe that they look good on me all of a sudden. But I've been loving a baseball cap, okay? Because number one, baseball caps are really fun because they're kind of like a graphic tee. You can pick out a baseball cap that kind of presents to the world what you like. For example, I have a San Francisco baseball cap because I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area in Northern California. I'm from there. I grew up there. I have a San Francisco hat. I love wearing it with maybe a pair of dress pants, loafers, a sweater, and a cute little baseball cap. Okay. Love this. Listen, it's not anything new. I'm not saying that I'm like revolutionizing anything here by, by wearing a baseball cap. All right. I'm not, but they add a little bit of sporty back to an outfit. And that's something I love because sometimes, you know, wearing a sweater and dress pants and loafers is maybe a little bit too sophisticated and a little bit too elegant, but yet I want to wear that. But maybe I kind of want to make it a little bit more sporty, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more casual, throw on a cute little baseball cap that has something I love on it. And not only is this baseball cap a potential conversation starter, but also I've succeeded now at taking this kind of elevated outfit and actually taking it down to a more casual level. Baseball caps are great. They're also great when your hair is dirty. You know, my hair gets dirty a lot and I only wash my hair like twice a week, okay? When it's starting to get a little oily, I'm throwing the baseball cap on. It also kind of has this sort of like edgy, not edgy, that's not the right word. It kind of like, it kind of gives this like sporty, effortless, cool vibe too. Like it's just kind of like, oh, whoa, she's wearing a baseball cap. She doesn't give a fuck. Like baseball caps are just kind of like effortlessly sort of cool. And they're really fun to find. Like you can, you can go, well, some people might think this is gross, but there are so many cool baseball caps at vintage stores, thrift stores. I know it's a little bit gross, but you can always soak them before you wear them, like you can just soak them in like soap and water, soak them for maybe like 24 hours, rinse it out, whatever, put it outside, let it dry, get over it. You know what I mean? Pretty much all of my baseball caps are vintage or thrifted, which is kind of gross, but the options there are just so good. So I, I just like whatever. And I'm like, listen, if I get lice, I get lice. 
At least I looked effortlessly cool in the grocery store today when I was wearing my dress pants and my loafers and my baseball cap. I, like whatever. Maybe I have lice now wearing my vintage ball cap. Is that okay? It is okay. Because guess what? You can get rid of lice. Lice is not forever. Your cool vintage baseball cap is forever. You might have that forever. You might hand it down to your kids. <laughs> so sometimes I get scared that like when I'm like kind of like when I'm kind of like joking around that like because you're just listening to me and you can't see my face that you like can't see the sarcasm and then you're like Emma's off her fucking rocker she is losing it you know what I mean I do get worried about that sometimes moving on my next clothing piece is actually a jewelry piece and it's watches now when I'm talking about a watch I'm not talking about a big fucking iced out rolly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about a super expensive, extreme, like popping off crazy watch. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a cute little metal watch that's just dainty and minor. And you can get them from anywhere. I mean, you could probably find one on Amazon. Let me look right now and see if I can find one on Amazon. Okay. I'm looking on Amazon. Yes. There's totally what I'm talking about on Amazon even for $37, which is not cheap, but not too bad though either. Oh, here's one for $25. Here's one for 22. Okay. Here's what I looked up. Small metal watch. Okay. There are some really cool ones from Timex. There are some really cool ones from uh, Casio. Those are two brands that make cute little retro-looking watches for pretty good prices. Listen, I love a cute little dainty retro-looking watch. It goes along with the sort of vibe that I've been describing for this whole episode. Comfy, classic timeless. Okay. Goes along with that. It's just another thing that can elevate an outfit. Do I know how to read a watch? Honestly? No. I haven't had to read a, a classic arm clock, like a clock that has the arms on it and the numbers around the edges, like a normal clock. I haven't had to read one of those in so long that I genuinely have forgotten how to read one of those clocks. Like, I'm pretty sure the minute hand is the really long hand, but like, I actually couldn't be sure. And like, that's super worrisome. I only know how to read digital clocks. There's some really cool little digital clocks, like the Casio brand. It's C-A-S-I-O, Casio. They have like these cute little digital watches that are metal and they're $22 and they're so cute. Like, they have this sort of retro-y feeling. They're cute. Here's why I love watches. They're kind of bold in a way because they're a thick piece of jewelry. You know what I mean? Even if you get a small watch, which I obviously prefer small, small watches, even a small watch is still a, a chunky piece of jewelry. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of a statement on your arm because they're thicker and they have like, you know, this accessory of the, of the watch face on it. It's like kind of a, it's kind of like a statement piece in a way. Watches are really, truly timeless. And I, I went through a phase where I thought watches were kind of like corny, but I think that that was just because I wasn't seeing the right type of watches. I think that a timeless 
dainty little watch will never go out of style. You'll never see a photo of yourself wearing a dainty little watch and think that was corny. You won't. But it adds a little bit of sophistication. It's kind of a statement piece. It's just great. I mean, it's great. I think a lot of people also assume that they need to spend a lot of money on a watch because watches can get very expensive. They're one of those things that can get very expensive. Absolutely not. You you do not need to spend the big bucks on a watch. It's not necessary. There are so many amazing, beautiful watches for under 50 bucks. It, it doesn't need to be an investment like a lot of people think that watches are. You don't need... Same that all jewelry is like that though too. Like there's nothing wrong with wearing jewelry that's like not necessarily real gold or real, you know, whatever. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And I know a lot of people don't have a problem with that and that's great because you shouldn't. But I know some people are like, ah, like, you know, I feel weird wearing like costume jewelry, you know, or whatever. There's just nothing wrong with it. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah, a cute little watch. Hello. Chic. Next. <laughs> I wrote down on my list, clogs, question mark, help me. Uh, why did I write that down? Because I honestly think that the summer sandal is is going to be a clog. Now, when I say clog, I can imagine that some of you are like projectile vomiting at the thought. I'm not talking about a clog like what you're thinking of. I'm not talking about like a platform clog that like your third grade teacher used to wear, okay, with like a wooden soul on them. I'm not talking about that. When I say the word clog, I'm more talking about like a Birkenstock clog. Like, you know, the Birkenstock Boston sandal? Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. They're like a sandal that basically it covers your full toe. That's a clog in my opinion. Any sort of sandal that kind of covers your whole toe, all your toes. And kind of almost covers your full foot, but just is open in the back where your heel is. That's a clog. I think that these are going to be the summer sandals this year. I said that last year about it, but I wasn't so sure. Now I'm really certain. Last year was the test period for these clogs. This year is it's time to run it. You know, clogs are amazing because they kind of have the effect of wearing a full shoe you know, because your toes are covered, but they still are a sandal in a way because your foot slides in and out of them. They're a shoe that you can easily wear to the beach. They're, they're breathable. So your foot's not going to sweat or overheat in this type of shoe during the summertime. They're a really good summer shoe. I am looking for my perfect pair of summery sort of clog slides of sorts. I really love the Birkenstock ones. I've been wearing those for like two years now, but I think that I want to upgrade to something different. I'm not really sure what that means yet. When I do know what that means, I will post a photo onto the Anything Goes Instagram and show you a photo of what I end up finding. But a slip-on clog sandal is just it might be the ultimate summer sandal. I, I I might argue that because personally, I don't like showing my toes. Like I don't want to show my toes because maybe I haven't gone gotten a pedicure in a while. Uh, maybe I'm self-conscious of the way that my toes look that day. Like, I don't know. Clogs are great because they have all of the benefits of a sandal, but yet your toes are covered and they honestly look cooler. I don't know. My very last 
clothing piece that I'm going to be talking about today is crossbody messenger bags. Okay, listen. Listen. Throughout the past year and a half, two years, I've been really getting into bags and I never cared about bags before. I used to carry everything in my pockets up until I was like probably 18 or 19. I carried everything in my pockets. Within the past year and a half, two years, I've started carrying a purse every day, everywhere I go. And I switch out my purse constantly. I don't have like one go-to purse. I've been loving using bags as an accessory. And so I've been experimenting with all different shapes and sizes of bags. Carried around a tote bag. I've carried around a little mini baguette under the arm bag. I've carried a classic purse sort of bag. I've carried around crossbody messenger bags. I've carried around every type of bag you can imagine. And I would say one of my favorites would have to be a crossbody messenger bag. Now, let me describe to you what that means to me. That is a bag that's maybe like, I don't know, the actual body of the bag, you know, the part that actually holds stuff is maybe, maybe 10 inches by 10 inches, like approximately around there, give or take a few inches. And the strap is probably two feet. Okay. So this strap goes easily all the way around your shoulder and the bag hangs around your hip. What I love about this is that number one, it has this kind of, okay, you know what a crossbody messenger bag reminds me of? It reminds me of an 80s movie and it, it reminds me of what like a girl would take to the library in an 80s movie to go like read and study a little like cute little tiny little messenger bag nothing too big nothing like crazy like nothing that could fit your laptop okay I'm not talking about that like we're it's small right it's whatever it has this like cute preppy feeling to it that I just love that's number one number two extremely comfortable bag to wear not all bags are comfortable to wear and sometimes you have to sacrifice your comfort to wear a cute bag. I do it all the time. But a little crossbody messenger, so comfortable. You can throw the strap over your head and make it a true crossbody bag if you're running errands and you don't want your bag to slip off your shoulder. But you can let it hang off of one shoulder if you just want more of a fashionable moment and you're walking around running errands and you know you just want to look cool and effortless. You can just hang that crossbody bag off one shoulder and it looks so cute. I don't know. I'm into it. I think that they're the most comfortable, timeless bag you can possibly wear. And I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with them, quite frankly. I have one that's my favorite. And it's like this sort of shiny, glossy, cream-colored bag with a just basic leather strap, brown leather strap. And I wear it all the time. And it's great. And I even sometimes get compliments on it. So take that how you wish. Anyway, those are some of my favorite clothing pieces right now. That's what I'm loving. That's what I'm wearing. That's what I'm feeling. If you guys want more of these, let me know more of these episodes where I talk about my favorite clothing pieces. Let me know and I'll do more as my style evolves and my opinions and things of that sort evolve. Uh, I hope, oh wait, I have to stretch my back. Uh, I yawned. 
<laughs> were you guys, I honestly, were you guys scared when you heard that me screaming like that? It sounded like I got hurt. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me today. I, I had a lot of fun. I love shooting the shit about clothes. I love clothes because I feel like it's just not that deep. You know, it's just not that deep. And that's what I love about it, at least for me personally. Anywho, I love you all. I appreciate you all so much. Subscribe to Anything Goes if you want to. Follow Anything Goes on Twitter at AG Podcast or on Instagram at Anything Goes. Leave a review about Anything Goes on any of the platforms that you stream podcasts. Um, check out my coffee company, ChamberlainCoffee.com. I've been sipping on a cold brew per usual. I make myself a cold brew pretty much every time I record to, you know, keep me, keep, keep me powering through. But yeah, go check out Chamberlain Coffee if you want. There's a lot of fun coffee and tea-related goodies on there. Also hot chocolate-related goodies. Also just cute stuff in that world. I also have a coupon code for you guys who listen to my podcast because I want to give you a little gift. If you use the code AG15, you can get 15% off your Chamberlain Coffee order right now. So go stock up on some coffee or some matcha or some mason jars or some stuff of that sort if you're in the mood. And on that note, I'm out of here and I'll talk to you next week. Love you guys.